You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. And welcome to the Vicious Circle. Sid, how's your day today? Pretty good, Rob. How about yours? I'm doing really good. Uh, Corey has jumped in real quick, and I'm just going to throw this up here. Sid, did you know you had Randy Savage's last singles match ever? It's very possible, and it probably was the one that he came in and did the uh, substitute match for. That's somebody. I didn't know that. I mean, it's possible. I don't know that. that. That's the first time I heard that, but it's possible. Very nice. So how's your day been? Pretty good, Rob. How's your day been, man? Uh, good so far. Um, just enjoyed a great conversation with a gentleman we'll be bringing on later. All right. Yes, we're uh, getting into that challenge. Oh, yeah, the challenge. Yes. I think that is going to be really cool. I might even join into it just to keep myself a little more accountable. Well, we got it set up now, I believe, where it's comfortable for anyone to get into it, even if someone's not serious about it. You, know, you could just do it to say, I got into it. You don't have to say, I'm going to win it. Uh, because you can, I think me and Rob's talked about it. What everyone can do is get into it for, if you want to get it for a day or a week or a month or three months, we're going to, we'll just stay in it as long as we want. I, myself, I plan to be on it for several months. And I'm sure. Some people will too. So we could go 30 days, 69, 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. And um, Rob, tell everybody what we're going to do. Okay. Well, first, I got to I got to put this up because it's so funny. David Phillips says, "What was for lunch, Sid?" Uh, it, I I had show everybody, Rob, what I had for lunch. I was gonna say I just happened to have. Boom! There's your lunch today. I had baked barbecue chicken. I had the serving of rice. Filled peas with snap beans with a little onion and bacon in that, and some um, stir-fried cabbage with a little with some olive oil, bacon, a little onion. You got one piece of bacon in a whole pot. You can't really see it. So anyway, what that plate of food was, everyone, that's about 200, 300. Let's just say it's 300 to 325 calories. Oh, I didn't want to tell everybody that. All right, so what did that? How many calories is that, everybody? Yeah. And what did that cost me? And we'll talk about that later. I just told everybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, they can work on the value. Yeah. Yeah. Work on value. Or anyway. So anyway, what did that cost me? What was the calories? There we go. So that's there what I had for lunch. Yeah. 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 Um. Where was it here? Paul just said, "Are you on a diet?" Yeah, I started one. And uh, hold on, Paul. Are you still getting to the show? Get off <laughs> and sign yourself back up, stupid. There of we course, go. We've been on this diet for like six years. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wow, man. No, so no, what, uh, Paul, what we're trying to do, everyone that wants to die, we're starting a little challenge. And you're welcome yourself, but just sign yourself back up. Right. What we're going to do, we're going to start February 1st. So, yeah. um, it, and the tentative run is for three months to May 31st. But like Sid said, you can go for a month, you can go for six months. Yeah. It's I, hope everybody go, I hope you go for the rest of your lives. I mean, that's what we need to do. Exactly. Um, what we're looking at is an entry fee of $25. So let me change that. Anywhere. It could be $1 or a million dollars. Because the thing is, we're trying to get people, you know, it, it, we're just trying to make people available to get in this. And I don't want to cost anybody anything. But what it's for is what I've talked about is the pop tops. And Ryan has got a thing. I think you said he got you got a PayPal thing set up. Yeah, I do. 
And Rob's going to make it wherever it is. I'm going to match it. And then we're going to give it to the church. See, next week I'm going to be doing an interview with the Bishop Phoebe. I don't even know her last name. She's the bishop of our diocese over here. Um, and uh, I'm doing a thing on her radio show. And I haven't told them about this, but I'd like to be able to tell them that we're going to give them some, a little something for the Pop Tops. So that's what that's for. Um, yeah, 100% of that will be going to at the 100. I'm, at what, at what, so, so what, how can we prove that, Rob? Can you get that out of your PayPal and we can show, give that, like, because I could take a picture. I, we've been taking pictures. We did uh, Wednesday, started taking some pictures of the, me handing out bags. So, you know, we're doing that for our church, not yeah. to do it for a promotional thing. No, no. Uh, but we we take you know, we put that around the walls and stuff like that inside the church, but um, I could take I could have Drew take a picture, I, me giving him the check or something, and we could show that exactly. You know, you know what I mean? That would be really cool. Yeah. So what we need before February first, if you want to take part, because originally we were just going to do five people, and but this is like you said, open to anybody. And right. before February first, email in your goals and your weight. We won't be sharing it on air. No. Okay. But every week by Saturday, I need you to email in your new weight for that week. And right. then we'll compare differences. Right. And that's it. And then, and then like, what did we say? I had uh, one girl ask me, I won't expose her, said she said, I don't know if I'm going to send my stuff in or stuff. We understand that. So, what we'll, Rob had, the way this works is that. If you want to, you don't have to send us pictures in. Some people are sending pictures in on a scale. Um, if you want to do that, fine too. What happens is when you send this picture to Rob, only you and Rob will see that, and, and he'll send back only the results to you. And if you want them to be told, we'll show them. We'll show them. If you don't, we won't. Yeah. The one thing I think it would be cool if you could on your very very first email just send in a picture of yourself because yeah. what I would like to do and and Sid kind of backed me on this 100. I, at the end of three months or six months or whatever, I'd like to be able to send it back to you and right. say, this is where you started. Right. And that's the whole reason we're doing this, everyone. This isn't to get a donation for a Vienna sausage. I did this because it really just, uh, I said this because I saw a guy, I heard, I watched a guy named Larry uh, Flynn do this over in Memphis, a doctor. And I think this is just a way to help people through this pandemic. This is something simple. Just everybody get a kickstart to your diet, you know, mm -hmm. it's an easy and a good way of doing it. Exactly. And so now why don't we begin our uh, guest? This gentleman is now officially part of it. Uh, we were talking just before the show. And Andrew, how are you doing? Evening. Evening, Sid and Rob. Thanks for welcoming me. Yeah, it's evening for you, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's uh, just nine o'clock here in the UK. Okay. Off in England. So what made you want to do this challenge? Uh, well, for me, um, I'm 38 years old. Um, I've got to the stage in my life where I can't continue doing what I used to do and probably eat and drink what I used to do. Um, you know, I'm 215 pounds, want to get to 185. Um, and also, you know, recently I've been, um, you know, discovering um, different kind of um, hobbies. So um, hiking is one of the things I've took on. And there's a guy that's uh, 72 years old. He's an XP teacher um, and basically he's fitter than me. So, you know, um, looking at the show over the last six months, um, I've seen Sid's journey through dieting. Um, and I thought, actually, um, you know, you're not going to get a more direct um, kind of reality check and, and kind of advice from the, the, the top man. So for me, um, you know, it's a lifestyle change. And, you know, I think um, positively, I've, I think we could we could do a, a good result. So uh, it's good to be here. I was just doing that, trying to keep the people entertained while you were talking. Go ahead. <laughs> and welcome back, Internet Sid. We hadn't seen oh, you in a while. Oh, oh, what happened? <laughs> I didn't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, that PE teacher sounds like exactly the example that we're trying to set. Like he's yeah. been doing it his whole life. So, yeah, he is able to keep in great shape as long as he wants, as long as he keeps it up. Think about Jack LaLanne. He was like 200 years old, still yeah. doing pull ups, you know? Yoda looked at him and went, wow, you're old. I know exactly, <laughs> but he was a good shape for his age, man. Oh, there is a question here from Tim that might be a good one to throw up. Sid, do you still work out? And and so, how often? And hello, <laughs> Tim. What rock have you been under? <laughs> no, Tim, I've never worked out, and I know nothing about dieting. <laughs> Kick yourself out. Watch a few episodes to get back with us. Okay, sign back up. 
Yeah, I think Sid's worked out once or twice. Yeah. But Sid's hey, thing. I like I'm to say sure. real, real quick, I like to say thanks for that stupid video Larry sent us last week of my grandson. Oh. We didn't realize what – Larry, man, that's why you're not working on Instagram, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little fuzzy. A little fuzzy, man. I didn't know it was my grandson. <laughs> I just, I could hear it a little bit. That's why I was laughing so hard. Now, remember, I told you I took out some pieces. This is what I got. I got to go back and fix it. For some reason, it shrank it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it shrank it. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> I caught him what it was. I caught him. He's just in the first stage of crapping his pants. He's he's got great facial expression. He gets one from me, I'm sure. But he's sitting there just he's holding off his you know, and he bends over. And what it is I've got that camera in front of him, he's under my leg. It's been <sighs> Those were the grunts. <laughs> Yeah, I pulled a little bit out of that video. <laughs> so um, another thing, too, about the challenge. Um, how do you see yourself being able to use this information? Like, are you going to be changing diet? Are you going to be changing exercise? What are you thinking, Andrew? Yeah, I think, um, you know, talking to Sid, um, you know, earlier and then just seeing some of the podcasts, I think, you know, it's that pendulum that you spoke about, Sid, and the pulleys and kind of working towards not just what you're eating, but, you know, the workouts. Um, I'm, I'm not kind of a, a big um, gym guy, so I'm going to be looking at kind of walking and then into running, um, you know, first off, losing the weight first and then kind of working on muscle build after maybe. Well, remember I told you earlier, I don't think you should. I think you need to do both at the same time. But you don't have to be in the gym, Andrew. Um, me and Rob sometimes, we'll talk in the mornings. We'll walk anywhere from 30 minutes to, what, an hour? Yeah, it was well, almost an hour and a half at one time. Sometimes and I'll, I'll, I'll start walking before I ever call him. Uh, and then we, you know, we're, we're now advancing. Of course, I'm in, back in the gym. But these walks could be where uh, Lori's doing walks down. She's doing them uphill. And then I'm directing people towards – Different forms of uh, – if you're in the States, I'm directing the PBS to a silly show called Classical Stretch. This lady named Miranda Smith, I'm telling you, is really uh, – it really – everything. Anyway, uh, that's a good way to get your balance. And like if you're walking, say, for instance, you can stop and sit there. Even if you can't squat, what you're trying to hike, you should be able to squat. So if you're walking, just stop for a second and squat as many times as you – let's say not as many times at first. Say squat five and then get up and start walking again. And then start doing if – if you can't do a full, just do a quarter lunge, you know, just a partial. And then do the other one, you know. And then me and Rob, we do a lot of just simple foot drills, you know, to be able to walk better forward if your goal is to be able to hike and all that. We see these athletes all the time that you see them do walk, you know, just stepping sideways, you know, walking backwards, a small, you know, slow carryover. Then if you get advanced, you can do what I call high leg carryover. You know, that's really, you know, that's really emphasizing a heck of a, you know. And then if you can do all those, then you're going to be able to walk forward much faster or more efficient. Right. Know? If I, if I could take all the advice you gave me and just pick the one that really seemed to affect my, my exercise, it's right. when you had me crouch just a little bit. Right. And then continue walking. So it's almost like you're sitting but walking. Because right. it stretches out muscles I didn't really know I was using. Right. Not only that, if you're in a city setting, people will be entertained by watching you walk. <laughs> yeah, it will, man. I have people in the morning that sit. I swear to God, they gather at the Tim Hortons, the coffee shop here, and wait for me to go by and laugh. Because I do these weird walks. Well, right. the thing is... Um, when you're, if your goal is to tighten up, and that's what Rob, Rob's out there just walking, he's trying to make it a little tougher. Um, so you, we want to do these movements, and the longer, the full, the, the, say, the farther we can squat down, or, or uh, the more, the farther we can go sideways, we're walk, we're working all these muscles together, we're tightening all these areas together. And, um, but if that's all you can do, that's the things you have to do. Say, for instance, if you do the squats, just walk for a minute, stop and just, do 
I mean, it sounds stupid, but just do a few side bends if that's all you got. Sit there, just do a few twists, you know, and then walk again. You know, stop doing just do that like a just right right there. Then poop, poop, poop. I'm reason I'm a, you're not a boxer, but what happens is you're forcing your blood to pump muscle up here. I mean, your blood, blood's the healer. You know, and it's called circulation. Just take your hands out and twist your hands and just do that. You know, <laughs> simple. But when people say I can't do anything, I just showed you five minutes of stuff you can do sitting in a chair in your underwear. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do that with Zoom nowadays. I know, right? Cece's got a good question. <laughs> I understand that studies show if you walk or do any exercise just like 15 minutes after you eat, it helps regulate blood sugar. And I wonder if it helps with other health concerns too, maybe even metabolism since you just ate. Well, this is the thing is um, you're, you're, you're leaning in the right direction. All your statements there. It does what it does. It circulates. I've said this walking. If one thing and walking is going to be the last thing we're going to be able to do. Uh, but if there was one thing you could do is walk. And this is the reason why. A few. When you're walking, you're only carrying your true weight across the surface, meaning this, your heart rate's only high enough to burn body fat, not lean muscle mass. And when we're walking or running uphill or short distances, we're promoting lean muscle mass. We're not, and we're and we're getting rid of body fat. If we can keep our heart rate up too high in long distance running, our heart rate is so high, we're only burning muscle mass and not really that much body fat. Okay, so that's... Why a sprinter looks so much healthier. I've said this a thousand times. Anyway, so um, that's one reason that for sure. Then it's going to do everything. Circulation is going to cause everything. It's going to uh, stop, you know, from everything, from impurities and lower your blood pressure, everything. So, you know, walking is a really good thing to do. Cece brought up one other thing. Um, well, like you said, one step at a time. Did you know if you just do 15 minutes two times a day, that's more effective than 30 minutes straight? Well, what happens every time we walk, we speed up our metabolism. And if you can only walk for 30 minutes a day, it's better to do two 15-minute sessions than it is, you know, one 30-minute session. Because what happens is this. Only way to, you know, speed, you know, to make our metabolism is sped up, we burn weight faster even while we sleep. So only way, two ways to speed up your metabolism is to eat more often and exercise more often. That's simple. You know, and so... Right. Now, ideally, it would be better to go out there and walk two hours, I mean, an hour each time, two times. You know, that's better. But, no, 15 is better than 130. But don't be so damn lazy, man. I, 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 I wondered about that because, to me, you're already burning everything. Wouldn't it be good to keep going? But you're right. Well, this is, I'm glad you brought that up, Rob. This is not, I know I've told Rob this. Rob, this is the thing is <clears throat> it takes about 30 minutes to get your heart rate up long enough to even when you're going to burn body fat. Remember we said this, it's faster to burn body fat through diet it is exercise. It's the hardest thing to do. So what happens is after 30 minutes, we will burn calories after the fact, meaning after we get done five minutes or something like that, right? But, you know, if we go 45 minutes or an hour, then we'll burn 15 minutes or 20 minutes after we get done. You know what I mean? So every minute after 30 minutes, we're in a bonus factor. And that's – I tell I tell myself that because I want to go I, – I'm, when I'm in that bonus factor, I want to just keep going, you know. Like this morning after working out between sets, I'm either doing a stretch, one of these this ladies Miranda stuff, or I'm sitting there just doing this or just doing this, you know. Keep my heart rate up, you know. And then stop. Just, just a one-two, you know. What, the thing about it is one-two motions like that, again, those are like sprinter motions. The point two, and I'm done. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not wearing myself out. And the longer I get into this, the, this is something too. what I'm doing to everyone. And I talk about this. I'm extending a set. If I stop a set of doing curls or something like that, I sit there, I just do this or pop out or I just do, or do a super set or whatever I do. When I extend a set, even if it's something simple, like a stretch, it becomes a quality set. Okay. And when I get done, I want to walk out and go, how many quality sets did I have and how many empty sets did I have? Gotcha. Okay. Well, I do know one of the big things is you got to make sure you have a goal, you know, and the little goal, yeah. the little goals are the best. Andy has, well, they the best are. he says, I'll be honest. If I can just get to brushing my teeth and my belly doesn't shake, that would be great. All right. You're out of here. Get him out of here, <laughs> man. Stop that. That may be, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> 
Oh man, I couldn't resist that one. I couldn't I resist. I, yeah, it's okay. I gotta find the beginning. Uh, this is the hardest part, is because the, the questions come so fast, it's hard catching them. Here mm -hmm. we go. Jeremy said, recently I've been walking all over Imperial because I start from my house, then I make a right on Cannon Drive, then another right on Chisholm, then a left on Rodeo, then right on 15th Street. Then I walk like three blocks or so. It's great exercise. Let me know, please. That is. That is really good exercise. But apparently he keeps walking because he says, and also I've been walking down Neckel Road and I made a right on P Street and another right on Baroni Boulevard. I continue until I reach Imperial Avenue and pass four blocks until I reach 15th Street. This guy gets around town. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's making that up. No, so, I mean, maybe walks to work and then back. Who knows? Uh, or maybe there's short blocks. Now, I prefer myself, honestly, for 90% of all the walking and stuff I do, I like to be at a track. One tracks are designed to have that little shock out there. Most of them are today. Um, usually tracks, there's a set of bleachers there. Uh, don't ever overdo it, but those there's nothing better than bleachers. Bleachers like a one-legged lunge. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna work everything. It's gonna work your shoulders, your abs, your calves. It's just the best stuff. Even if you just walk them, you know. So that's what I'm gonna try to get to a little bleacher stuff in the next week or two. Uh, buddy Dean posted another question. I don't think he saw the answer to this last time, sir. Uh, Sid, I do a lot of cardio. What kind of cardio do you have to do in your prime as a wrestler? Do the big guys have to put in as much as the smaller guys? We did answer this last week. He must um, have seen it. I forget what the answer was. So um just go back and look at it, stupid. No, um <laughs> no, uh <clears throat> everyone has to do the same amount of cardio. It depends how much body fat you want to get down, how much body fat you have, you know. Cardio really for wrestlers, everyone, is uh, to keep you know be in shape. And for me, cardio, I didn't run bleachers for cardio. I ran bleachers to be able to extend sets. I wanted to be able to recover faster in between sets the faster i could recover the more i could put it to the next set everything for me was calculated i didn't run bleachers to be running them i didn't make everything else better dude i was like a machine guys i, I mean i had everything planned out from the minute i woke up at 3 30 till it was done cc here did mention she goes i'm a woman so metabolism is a whole different game i wish i had a man's metabolism you guys can punch at it and it responds i'm finding as i'm getting older even with good cardio one hour and so walking maybe another five or so five times a week did nothing for weight loss but i know there's a lot of other factors that go into things no this is the thing is i i, I didn't at first feel comfortable helping or talking to females about working out because i didn't know enough i think i know a little bit uh, she is right this. It is hard for the ladies to lose weight. And one of the reasons is just simple. Uh, you don't produce testosterone. Uh, even if you were to go to get some, it's not going to help you because you don't have as much lean muscle mass. And it is. It's just. And then, too, when the dying process starts, that means we're slowing down producing muscle mass. It affects ladies a lot faster as well, again, because they don't produce testosterone. So we will see that. But we have to remember this, that um, – even though it's hard and like some people like, and I never had great genetics to do what I had to do. I really had to do, like I said, I had to cut all the corners, not cut corners, but man, take advantage of everything I could and get the most out of it. And, and the people that did that got the most out of it. Um, but for her not get worried, women, whatever, you could still reach your goals. Just realize that don't let it get you frustrated and just go, you know, you know what? I know that's part of it, but I'm, I'm not going to let that deter good health and, and longer life. Uh, CC did mention about Jeremy's walk. Uh, apparently, she's interested. How long does that take you, Jeremy? So, Jeremy, if you could answer, that would be great for CC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Andy put this in. Thanks, Sid. I did that for you guys to laugh. He was the one with the toothbrush and belly butt and belly shake. I know. Uh, plus truth, all seriousness aside from health and myself, got a best friend a couple hours away. I just saw that gave me the motivation. I need to get healthy first me and then her. He corrected himself, but that last word's her. Okay. And that's what you need. You just need that motivation. Yeah. Well, it was always great to have a workout partner. Um, and you know, if I, if I got someone to work out with me for a day, I told people this, I said, now take advantage of me. Cause I'm fixing to take advantage of you. Meaning you're going to spot me every set. I'm going to go to failure every set, 
And if you want me to, I'll do that for you too. And I want, I want you to count my reps. I want you to tell me, get one more rep. You know what I mean? That's what you do. Uh, for me, that's what I want. I didn't want you to just sit there, watch me, you know, we got a couple that uh, do that exactly. Cause there's Tom who was on last time. How are things going? And he's doing that with his girlfriend, Pam. <laughs> and like Pam said, Tom is her enemy in the gym. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, let me see. Uh, James has a question. Sid, did you drink alcohol in your prime? No, uh, uh, very little. I mean, just here and there, just a few times. I I was a big drinker uh, when I was younger, uh, just because I thought it was cool. Uh, again, the, I tell the story about the, the guy who taught me everything I knew about working out, just way ahead of his time. Um, even though he was a big drinker, um, real well accomplished athlete in boxing, football, and every sport. He met me at just I was. Before I got into wrestling, he, he taught me everything. I only weighed 185 pounds when I first met him. You know, this guy was, again, he taught me. When I got, he got me done, I was 325, you know. Oh, wow. I mean, he knows what he was doing. Again, way ahead of his time. Now, he taught me how to go to failure and all that. Again, uh, just uh, really uh, way ahead of his time. Um, what was the question there? About drinking. Oh, yeah. So, he again, he was a drinker. But he said, Sid, you got to stop drinking. He's the one that said he showed me, and I knew already knew how bad it was, but I saw it in those DUI classes, but I wasn't working out at the time. But he says, every time you work out, Sid, it's like, you, every time you drink, it's like taking three days of working out. So I said, whoa. He said, you got a career, you got a wife, you got a kid. And so I said, I know, he said, you could drink when you're done. And I never liked to drink, and I don't drink now. I might, I can't remember, it's been a couple of years since I had a glass of wine. It's not... Again, I drink one glass, and man, I'll be okay. But two glasses, I've got a hangover before I go to bed. So it's just not worth it to me. And I think that's it with a lot of stuff, like fried food, like alcohol. People know it's bad for you. But if you right. actually say why, well, because, you know. That's well, now, <laughs> no, I know people are going to argue with this. Uh, last time I checked, it's okay to have a, one glass of red wine a day. Uh, they took that away 40 years ago. They first said you could have a, a drink, a beer, or something like that. They said no. Came back, said nothing. And then a few years later, they came back. So you have one glass of red wine. The reason why? Because the antioxidants in red grapes. Yeah, that's. I read there was that something really good about the the rate the right. grape uh, the grapes. Sorry. Yeah, antioxidants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there we go. Yeah, Tom said, "Yes, she hates me in the gym, but she gets results." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what, and, and Andrew, trust me, if you want to get a question in, fire away. I just keep yapping away. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Can I ask you a question then, Sid? Is that sure. All right? yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of like moderation, we spoke about moderation, eating in moderation, and step changes, and kind of time. I think time's a, a really important thing to kind of give yourself the amount of time that you want to make the step change. So, Kind of how much weight in pounds per week would you would you want to lose? Say if I'm two two fifteen, what would you what would you say every week I should be losing as a target? You, I, I don't know if any would uh, unless you had like it on if you only had like a few weeks to get rid of it. You go okay, figure out what a person could lose in those many weeks. You know that'd be hard to say. Now I lost seven pounds this week. It didn't try to. Um. So, but I've I know what I'm doing. It's, I know I have tried to meaning. I've went, I pulled out all the sugars in my drinks. I've cleaned up my diet somewhat, and today it's really perfect. The last few days, so, and I do things too, uh, Andrew. And I suggest everyone do this: do it a little bit at a time, and take this out at once, and then take this out, and all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, boom! You're just like where I'm at right now. I've already been doing this for a while, so it's easy for me to jump back into it. But now I'm right back in just bake, you know, white meat or fish and vegetables and a little rice here and there, and then. Maybe some cottage cheese and, you know, chicken salad with just egg and mayonnaise. Those are all healthy things. You know, everything's healthy, 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 you know. So, and now I'm there again. But I'd already been there. So, I took about six weeks off for Thanksgiving and Christmas and ate everything I wanted. Put 20 pounds back on. But just from last Monday to today, I've already lost seven pounds. Right. But don't, listen, and don't put a target on it. Remember I said earlier, I said, say if you really want to lose, say you said, 215 to 185 so that's 30 pounds or so 
say 30 pounds, but set yourself a goal that's attainable goal. I like to lose 30, but if I could lose five, I'd be pretty damn proud of that. And you go, okay, right. then that five comes in. It's like, and I tell people this too. And what this helps you do is like, and I learned this <laughs> the hard way because I had to work to be a winner, everyone. But when we start winning, it becomes fun. You know what I mean? Right. So we put that go way out there. Then we go, wow, man, this, this ain't fun, you know. But all of a sudden, you know, if I could just score one basket, you know, get on base, then all of a sudden that home run comes. I wasn't expecting it. You know, wow, now that was fun. That makes perfect sense. Uh, I yeah. got a question here from uh, Kevin. What should you eat before or after a workout? I've been drinking a protein shake after, but I don't know if I should eat something with it. You know, you can always have, you know, what I do a lot of times, Kevin, um, if I'm going to do a protein shake in the mornings, I'll have a small or a half a sweet potato and I'll make that in the night before. And I'll have, and I'll, what I'll do is I'll make my protein shake. I'll have my sweet potato right there, pinch it out of the aluminum foil, the ends off the skin, pop it in, knock it down, my vitamins. And sometimes I'll get a brain freeze out of that at 3.30, 4 in the morning, you know. But again, now, I would prefer, um, uh, if I you know, and I most of the time will do this. And if I'm, if I'm going to be perfect, I'm going to have my oatmeal, okay, um, and then I'm going to have egg whites. Well, I'm going to have my oatmeal, and I'm going to do my protein powder with my milk. You know what I mean? I'm not doing egg whites a lot anymore because it's too time consuming, too much mess. But I will do my oatmeal and my protein shake. You know, my protein. That's what I prefer. Okay. CC's got one more question. Also, sorry for so many questions. Any advice on what to do or not to do in order to protect your knees? I know Sid was a bodybuilder, so really curious about that. I wanted to get back into tennis as I loved it as a kid. But after researching and I thought about it, I don't think it's the wise, um, especially at, at my age. No. I walk versus run and on soft surfaces, but I do worry about the knees. And the no, <laughs> no, you got to really worry about the knees. And I wouldn't... Um... I was talking to someone, a young kid today played uh, football when he was real young in college. Um, he's got bad knees. What happens when we get our knees start, or our joints anywhere, but our knees because we're turning all the time, we want to be able to keep thing in, things in you know in perfect form, everything aligned. You know, I mean, like if my legs are aligned, then probably you know my steps are aligned. If my legs, my my ankles under my knee, if I'm doing things. You know properly and that's what i'm doing in the gym right now i'm working on form right now you can make a video out of what i'm doing everything's working when i'm doing like a lat pull i'm working from the bottom of my muscle my lower back when that bar comes down i'm working every muscle in my lower in my back is is getting is getting involved and then when that bar comes down by here every muscle from pretty much my neck to my lower back even those muscles in the middle when that bar is down those muscles at the very bottom, they are flexed. Now, what I'm talking about, someone has to pull out a picture of the anatomy and look at that. Because people aren't doing these exercises correctly. When people are doing a lat pull, they just jerk you down and half of their stuff is getting involved. Really, what happens is when you get that bar ahead of you, the very thing, first muscle you want to do, and it's hard to do, I I'm not using straps now, but it's better to do with straps, is um, you want to relax your hands a little bit because if you grip them, then your biceps getting joined. You don't want your biceps. You want to pull with the back of your arm. So when I've got my arm up here and I'm pulling down, when I start there, I'm the first muscle I pull with are the very ones the very lower, those ones in the middle. That's the only time you can get those started. Now, as they're starting, they're coming down. As the elbows coming down, then all the upper muscles start flexing. Then everything right. in the middle. Think about it. Back is the hardest body part, the most complex body part there is. Hmm. Dude, I'm telling you right now, you can make a video of what I'm doing. Just my flies, everything. I'm when I time I get here, every muscle in my chest is connected. You know? So that's what you want to do. Think about this too. Reason why you want to do it like that, form is everything. I say that. When we're doing form, for instance, if I do something just like that, what happens is when I'm doing a motion, the message that says to my brain says, bring this body part blood and oxygen oxygen is the slowest reaction we have they say it's slower than healing so if i go whoosh, that never happens it doesn't get across but if i take my time and squeeze it okay then i'm doing that again or now there's a couple things i can do here i'm fixing to show you how extend the set 
So now I'm taking my time, right? And like now it's getting a little bit hard. And now when I'm shaking like that means I got one muscle fiber failing and another one joining in. Now it's at, I'm getting to an extended I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of the set right now. I can't, can I go any further? Yeah, I'll tell you what I can do. I get right here and I can stop and real quick bring it back. And real quick bring it back. I just extended that set. Does that make sense to anybody? It does. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And now is- I've got all those muscles activated because I'm telling them what to do. And now I'm getting more blood there. That's the healer. I'm healing mm-hmm. as I'm doing that. Right. I guess that's where isometrics come in too, because it's all about the resistance. It's a, it is. That's what I'm saying, man. I've seen so many people that worked out very little. They just had their diets and did the form right, you know. I'll tell you two guys out that probably as good as in the you know um Spike Huber probably dominated more bodybuilding contests than anybody I ever met because he was in them for so long and never did ever said he did was a hundred repetitions. Just lightweight, just diet. He had a you know, he was short and blocked off. Another guy, Kevin Anthony, they both about the same age. I think they're about ten years older than me, nine years older. But they both were just dominated, you know, their as in their in their division and stuff, in their age. Sabine has a comment. She said, uh, Rob, please tell Sid that he's the sexiest sixty year old ever. Oh man. <laughs> there we go. Uh, CC brought up one sweet potato is great and should be a daily food for all. I feed my parrot by better standards than myself, but I'm inspired buying more for her. Well, I feed my bulldog a lot of sweet potatoes. Thing about potatoes and sweet potatoes are better than white potatoes because they have less sugars, believe it or not. Cause most things brown mean means they're already broken down a little bit and they have like brown rice is less wheat bread is less. Um, and supposedly, and I don't know this, but a friend of mine wrote a book, a bunch of books on diet, and I believe, I believe when he tells you this, potatoes have an enzyme that oatmeal does not, that with water being the transport system while you're working out will go to those muscles that are being used to help, because I've said this before about how, what protein and carbohydrates do, and we use carbohydrates for energy, right? So what am I going to store and what am I going to use? For, that's what we do with carbs, right? So the ones I've got inside me, how we get to those muscles are, is water. That's why water is so important. So if I'm taking that water, that water is just rushing it to that muscle. That muscle is just filling out, you know, much more than they say than any other carbohydrate we can eat. Nice. Now, again, what I thought was perfect was a combination of this. Big bowl of fruit, my oatmeal, my egg whites. Now, I, sometimes I had that breakfast twice when I was trying to grow. You know, I was trying to get big, and that sugar was just like – you know, here's the sugar rush and the oatmeal with honey and then the eggs, you know, to do that again. Then when I went to the gym, dude, I was ready to go. So you know? now did you cook the food or did you do a Rocky where you just drank the egg whites? Now, I did a Rocky. I kicked my wife and made her do it. No, she, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin's got a comment. Uh, did you I'm find you what, my wife did more cooking, man, than anybody can imagine, dude. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Wow. She was up every morning at three 30 cooking my eggs, doing my oatmeal, my fruit, packing my food to go. I can't picture you. Homemade food is the best. So sorry. Go ahead, Andrew. No, I say homemade food is the best. And, um, you know, I've recently got an allotment um, about a year and a half ago. And kind of your own fruit and veg as well is is fantastic compared to kind of some of the supermarket stuff you see. Um, It might not last as long, but uh, it's, it's definitely fresh. And right. kind of cooking and going back to kind of the, the budget as well. You know, with a family, I kind of I've took on board kind of it doesn't have to be expensive either. You know, it can right. be right. minimal. Um, but you know, and kind of planning your meals out. Um I've well, taken hey, away hey, from- speaking of that, but that's good. Did anybody got back with the price and how many calories was in that food, oh. Rob? I I gotta be honest, I didn't see any. You jerks. You <laughs> non participant people. <laughs> There was a guy, his name was Dr. Gene Scott, and I don't know who he was, but he was some evangelist on TV. He had this chalkboard behind him, and it was like like a weird type of teaching. Came on like midnight. Me and my wife would see it sometime. It was just a weird deal. We didn't believe in anything. But he was like that, you know, tell everybody, hey, I don't care if you're coming to my church, if you're you're here late, I don't care if you got a million-dollar check. Leave it at the door and go back home. (laughs) (laughs) We have Eric commenting on diet. 
He just says McRibs. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God, man. Oh God. Oh man. No, listen, Eric. <laughs> Jeff called me the other day. He was in tears that you won't contact him. Really? Right? Yeah. <laughs> stop that, Eric. Be nice to Jeff. Uh, Jeremy has a question. I have a question for you, Sid. Have you ever met Arnold Schwarzenegger? And if you did, did you? How did you compare yourself to him? No, I never have met him. Never come across him. But I'm sure he wasn't. I mean, half the size I was. He was like six foot or something. You know, he's a little guy. He's a little guy, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> PM had a comment. Sid, I saw a night. I, I'm so sorry, Andrew. I just realized these comments almost block you out completely. <laughs> Put some more up there. <laughs> Sid, I saw Nitro last night from December 13th, 99 and you had Seth accompany you to the ring and Seth had Down Syndrome I love how you protected him all the way down to the ring and gave him that opportunity I love you even more for giving him that moment and having a huge heart Now that kid was a big deal to us, it still is, we just don't get to see him like we used to, he used to live here about 8 months out of the year, once his dad moved away, but they used to live here in the neighborhood and he used to go to all the matches with me and stuff like this, now when Seth was on that on that Nitro show, and he also did Thunder. Uh, now, Seth really thought he was my dad, and he really did. He had these stories about how he used to change my diaper as a kid. He used to think my, my both my sons were his grandsons, you know. And Gunner, being so young, I'll tell you a story about that, but he really thought that I was his granddad for a long time. You know, so, um, but Seth, you know, at one time, he really was overweight. And um, so he's down at the house one time. He'd go to wrestling matches, you know, locally and stuff like that, and um, I said, he's a man, I got some wrestling stuff. So I had like an old singlet and I gave him some under tights, some knee pads. He always had some cowboy boots. He had a cowboy hat and he had a little vest, but I don't know what he did with it. So, uh, I'm going to the store one day. It's like a hundred, no kidding, like 115 degrees, you know, with humidity just out the river. I'm like, with an air conditioner, I was sweating. And I'm going down the road. I'm looking, I go, oh my God, that's sad. And it always got on to the small tights and cowboy boots. It's like bikini. He is huge, you know, and white as a goat. And he's sweating this profusely. Now, pull over. He goes, hey, son, where are you going? I said, going to the store. He goes, can I go with you? I went, yeah, get in. So we ride to the store. He goes, what have you been doing? Now, um, I said, just hanging out. He goes, yes. So we get to the store. He goes, we go to go in. He looks at me real soon. He goes, son, am I naked? <laughs> <laughs> not, not actually. <laughs> I said, no, Dad, not at all. Let's go. So we go in there. As soon as we walk in, just everybody's eyes just go straight to him, you know. He runs over to the produce and grabs a bunch of bananas, puts over. He goes, I'm not naked. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, I'll tell you, there was nobody, I swear, made me laugh more than that kid. That guy was so funny. And I'm going to tell you something, too. He could beat anyone at horse. He could out bowl you. He could out swim you. He was like, he was a machine at everything he did. I swear. I took him to Disney World at the NBA Cafe, and I have to, you know, I'm not saying this to be racist, but there was, you know, three young black guys out there playing, and he shot their eyes out. They were like, man, who are you? <laughs> like, you know, Cowboy Seth, man. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, David has a question. For a six foot one, 320 pound man that's 36, what's a good goal weight? Let's see, what was it? Six foot one. Okay, right 320. Yeah, 36. And he's 36 years old. I don't know. It all depends what your body type is like, too. Uh, six foot one. Man, 36. Um, it depends what your goals are, too. But if you really just want to say what you could get down to, I'd say, man, you could easily get down to 220 and still not be, you know, I would think. Um, but you know, something like that, you just got to give yourself time to do it. I don't know if this is something, if you, this is mostly body fat or not, you know? Um, but this is the thing is, if it is, don't let that bother you. You know, it's good that you're stepping up and thinking about doing this. I'll tell you one time, I'll tell you a story. When I worked at the, this gym and, uh, sort of membership, this, you know, this man came in about like what you're talking about. He was same situation. You know, everybody was looking at him, trying to make him feel uncomfortable. Um, I told the man, I said, listen, the first thing you did, the first, you coming in here today was the best, bravest thing I've ever seen anyone do ever in the gym business. I said, don't let these people 
look at it you like this deter you or where you won't want to do this. Of course, he paid cash. I got this huge deal out of it. He never came back. Uh, I called him a couple times. He just, that was too much for him. Don't let that happen to you. Or in this case here, don't let something like this, this type of goal look like it's too much because it's not. I seen a man in the gym this morning. He was like, God, he was, he had to be 70 years old. He just had the operation. He's lost over 80 pounds. He's got another 80 pounds to go. So all these things are obtainable. Um, now, this man did have that operation, but you don't have to have it. Uh, I've seen a guy was 400 pounds, uh, quite a bit older than you, about 6'2", just do diet. And this is what he did. You know, when you're that, you know, if you're that heavy, even when I was 290, it was hard. Now I'm at 250 or 280 or 260, 250. It's much easier. So it'll get easier. So what he did was he started off working, walking like a, maybe a tenth of a mile. You know, then he started just adjusting his diet, trying to cut back. Then he got through a tenth of a mile twice a day. And then he just did that tenth of a mile. Then he did it three times a day. Then he got doing a half a mile. You know, then it built up to a mile three times a day. And then he got to two miles three times a day. And then he got his diet to where it was just – now, I, I can't suggest people to do this, but his diet was just one middle day at lunchtime. And he went from right around 500 to back to 220. And, uh, and really a short amount of time. But with the time, you, and I talk about numbers, and you start adding those numbers, and you're doing three miles three times a day, and you're dieting. And I, you really could look at that guy and say he lost that much weight because he was really toned when it was all over. Nice. And I'll tell you what I used to do with him. He was a good friend of mine. I'd go over there because uh, I was – I'd go to Holly Stadium and run my bleachers and stuff. Then I'd come over because there was, there was a big place, a place where there was pretty good – basketball uh, competition going on out, outdoors and he'd do his walking out there. So a few of us would just, I do my foot drills while he was walking sometime, you know, but that's what you do, man. Don't let anything deter you. Good stuff. Um, I have to ask it. Are you a spicy person? Like, do you like hot food? Yeah, I do. I like spicy food. Cause Bobby Brown, he posted here. He goes, Sid, would you do the one chip challenge and show oh. everyone you rule the world? Man, I don't know. know. That's, That's the Carolina Reaper. No, I don't know if I could do that, man. I don't know. Apparently, they're hot. Have you done this, Andrew? I've grown some actually on my aero garden at home um, last year. Um, about three seconds it takes for you to go from um, this tastes like sweet to hell, and then kind of <laughs> oh. from hell and then back. And I think kind of half an hour later, they're still in hell. So you see loads oh, of people. Man on the net, like kind of record themselves. And it's not good. I think some people have ended up in hospital. So, yeah. I don't uh, think I'm going to try that, man. You know, <laughs> no, I, I'm good too. You know, come to think of it. <laughs> Kevin's got a good question. Uh, Sid, do you know any workout myths? Things that well, people say that aren't true. I'm glad you brought that. Kevin has got some really good stuff, dude. Kevin. All lot. right. Workout myths. This is it. This is it. Um, work, uh, Principles, principles, myths, and theories, that is called guesswork. There's very few facts in fitness. And when we find a fact, we damn well won't incorporate it in there. Because when we're, our goal is try to do all these things we're talking about, it's hard to get there. So if we find a fact, we incorporate it. So good question. Yeah. Uh, Tom here. Uh, from last week, he said, I just switched my diet to the keto diet. So let's kill this challenge, Sid. We are the masters and rulers of our worlds. Well, a keto diet is just a healthy diet. There could be bad keto diets where we eat cheeseburgers all day, or we could eat good, fresh, white meats that are baked and vegetables. That's the same thing. Um, John has a good point here, too, because some people don't have an appetite in the morning. He goes, I don't have an appetite in the morning, so I actually make a banana and yogurt milkshake in the morning. Yeah. That's good, too. Uh, th this thing is we all have – no, sometimes I have just a thing of yogurt for breakfast. But if we're trying to get to that goal, I want to put the perfect things in line to get me there. But, no, that's, it's a good substitute. And things like those shakes, what that's called, it's called a pre-digested meal, meaning it's broke down, protein's already broke down. So I'm going to explain this one more time. Here's an egg white, meat. Whey protein, way down here. It's a byproduct, means they used to throw that away. So that's where we're at, okay? So um, that's where we're, we're all on that. But it's okay. The upside is this, because it is pre-digested. 
it gets to our system where it gets to where we can use it a little faster. It's just the quality's not there. Gotcha. And I think CC was responding to Andrew's talking earlier about the fresh food and stuff. Planning is key with fresh foods. Definitely planning meals is how to work. It otherwise you waste too much food. No, well, that's what I yeah, planning food is what I do, guys. That uh that meal I'll show everybody. I did ten chicken quarters like that. A big pot of cabbage, a, a big thing of rice, and a big thing of peas. And I'll tr turn that into all kind of dishes. I'll make that into fried rice. I'll make that to chicken salad and put with cottage cheese with a slice of avocado. All kind of meals will come from that. And the thing is, it's there. Like right now, when we get done, I've got already in a pan some stuff warming up. I'll have chicken quarter. I'll have the cabbage. I'll have the peas. And the, I mean, I just added that today. I have been eating. Rob can tell. I've been eating steak every day, three times a day. And just change of thing. I've lost three pounds, I mean seven pounds doing that. Now that I've turned I've switched to this, I'm pulling to my goal, you know. Listen, everybody's yeah. gonna have to work really hard to beat me. You know, I'm telling you, you're gonna have to work real hard. Here is a question from Tony. A question for Sid. You have spent decades dedicating yourself to physical fitness. When did you start and how did you keep yourself? I'm guessing motivated. You may have missed Well, it. you know, I started uh Really, God, man, I started fitness. Yeah, motivated. He added uh, it. <laughs> probably, I don't know, fourth grade, just walking with my grandmother. I talk about how walk, walking is so important. Uh, I remember that with her form of fitness. I remember her talking about that. And her, that's sort of sticking with me, believe that or not. And then uh, got lucky and met this guy, Randy Pettigo, and, and learned really about what it does for you and stuff like that. Really, um, I'm trying to find out, you know, through these things I hear about Noom Diet. I, I know I have a built-in motivation. People ask me, like, Sid, how do you do this all the time? And the people that tried to work out me with, with me on the road, they could for a little bit, couldn't just, they couldn't do it for long. Uh, I know they're not doing it today like I'm doing it because uh, people just don't want to do that by themselves. Um, I, like today, I didn't go in to work out hard today. Next thing I know, I'm sweating, jumping up, and kicking ropes. You know, I just – I don't know how not to do well. Um it's just it's part of your part of you. It's genetics. I mean, it's uh, I'm not. It is. So it's not genetics. It's um. It's like if we have like I've got a bad temper. Everybody knows that. That's what we call the instinct. I mean, I like to make it better, but sometimes I just can't. That comes out of me. You know, to be driven and want to be the best and and do the best. That's just in, you know, that's instinct. It's it's your nature. Yeah. Well, instinct is nature. Everyone just like they give birds instinct to say not touch something that the humans touch. At least it gives them enough time to get away and maybe come back and eat it later. You know what I mean? That's that's why that's instinct. And for so in you no know, traits also. I mean for me my temper is a trait. You know, my my want to be the best is a trait. I learned those things from people that have the same traits I have. My grandfather, my father, you know, my uncle, my aunt, you know, people that you see that are do good things in life. You just want to do those too. And if you only know things like that, I tell people like uh, the rite of passage in life. I've done well in my life. Cause I didn't know. I didn't know. Why did you get a big head? I didn't know what a big head is. I've never been too big for my britches. And I don't like people like that. My grandfather wasn't like that. You know, uh, people I know are real successful, successful in my life. Like my aunt, you had never known she'd done anything in her life. You just met her on the street, you know? So those are the people you look up to. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, where I got my attitude, I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it worked. It made your, it it made your career. <laughs> well, Randy Pendigo taught me this, everyone. He said, you can look at life and working out, especially if, we're, if I'm going to look at dieting and going to the gym and try to reach physical goals. I can look at it two ways. I can look at his person. And he looked at things like football. I could be like an offensive lineman who would just hit things real slow, methodical, and just get by. Or I can be like a defensive player and just run through a wall. And that's what, you know, works for me i've got i'm under no illusion sid that i'm gonna get um the real feedback over the next uh, kind of six months so it's gonna be interesting baby steps, <laughs> steps. yeah uh one last quick question here james says when you were wrestling were most of the other wrestlers on similar diets yeah everybody was eating we were all eating the same places um and then we heard like say for instance in the wwf you know uh, I know, for instance, they had, when they were going through all the steroid testing, you know, we got 
I got to talk to a guy named Dr. Mario Squally, who did the drug testing in the diet for preparation for the United States Olympic team. And it was a high protein diet. And, um, and that's what, of course, that's again, been there for a million years, everybody. But it's just caveman days. And that's why, again, protein, I told uh, Andrew this protein diet, however, is very unhealthy. It's going to shorten your life a lot. So if you don't need to eat a lot of protein, don't do that in your diet. Take some out, maybe go protein less through a day and um and go to you know a good fresh vegetable or something else all right we'll answer cheryl's question real quick here sid what was the cost of the meal you posted give or take a dollar yeah wow right there that that chicken quarter was about 54 cents that can that peas now that peas is a good certain but that's one tenth of what i paid i paid Say two dollars, so that's about ten cents, fifteen cents. So that's uh, that's seven, that's sixty-five, seventy cents. So the cabbage was five cents, ten cents. That's a about a dollar five. That's amazing. Okay, and to wrap things up, Andrew, any question you had for Sid? Because I know we've been talking a lot of diet, but do you have any questions you've wanted to ask Sid with his career? Um, I, I suppose we go back to like um. You know that your passion and kind of for the business, and then also your height has always intrigued me because I I think that I think you were about six nine on the on the book or whatever. But then I, I look at you against kind of um, Mark Calloway, and you, you look you look taller than him, and he's built at six eleven. So I kind of I need to I suppose you'd lose a little a few inches as well throughout your life, but. Um, what was your kind of the, the highest you were and were you, were you higher than Mark or taller than Mark? Is well, good- it shows it in the clip. I was about an inch taller than Mark and then he started yeah. putting on bigger boots. I preferred not to have the taller boots on because I wanted to be, I didn't want my balance to be messed with, you know, be altered. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I think really I, I, when I was measured, when I played, went out for the showboats and I went out for the team at Houston, the Houston Gamblers, they measure you without your shoes, and I was six six. Right. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, we're going to bump you up for a minute. You're welcome to stick around if you want uh, for after show, but I know we've kept you almost two hours now, so if you have to run, we understand. <laughs> no, well, I appreciate it. Thanks very much for tonight, guys. Nice All to right. meet you. And just get back with uh, with uh, Rob. What about the entry stuff? Will do. Will do. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Okay. So, yeah, we are ready for this challenge now. Let me bring up that banner. Uh, there's my email. Um, and, and what were we doing for the donation again, Sid? Well, this is the thing is, just make it simple for everyone. Um, I don't know. Um, talking to Andrew, he, I don't know if $25 was too much for him. So, just whatever you can give, okay? Yeah. And then give it like that. We'll still still send you a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wherever it is, I'll match it. And that way, you know, uh, we can get them something over there for the church. I, like I said earlier, I'm going to be doing the radio show. I like to be able to say we're going to give them something. So I'm going to say that. So yeah, um, people could help. If not, I'm going to do it. And people know 100% of whatever we get. Yeah, we're going to show that, everyone. Yeah. That's why I'm not asking it to be sent to me. That's why I've asked for people to send it to Rob's PayPal. He's got an empty one. He's going to get a, uh, you said a cashier's check? Yeah. Well, when we talk to them, if I can send it to PayPal, that's awesome. It's super simple. But if I have to, I'll make up that check and we can well, send I think, it. Well, honestly, I know it's a little bucket. Oh, excuse me. I know it's a little crap there. But I think we do that. That way, when I get to church, when we're giving out the bags that morning, I, I have a picture taken of me handing that over to Drew. You know, you know, and I think it might be help our church. Look, look what everybody else is doing. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So, and I think right now, everyone, churches need money. And I'm not asking for this for me, you know. So if you think that, just don't be a part of the, the program, you know, and keep your money and stay at home. I mean, that's how I feel about that. Well, and with that, if you can say, we're going to start this February 1st. Right. Okay. So before February 1st, I need you to send in your weight and your goal. And right. if you want a picture, we're not going to show it. Right. But I would love to be able to send it back to you when we're all done. I think that's important. At first, I, I didn't think that Rob came up with that. And I think that is a perfect. Now, 
I know he's going, well, can we trust you? Yeah, I hope so. So, because um, uh, I don't know anything about computers. It's going to be Rob you got to trust. Nah, trust me. Um, James said, can people e-transfer that to email address? That's showing that James is Canadian because we have that. And yes, you can. And that'll go right into the PayPal account. So that's perfect. All right, Sid, any last words? No, I think we've had a really good show tonight. Um, I really like the questions about all the fitness. Uh, is really uh, you're doing something. I, I like to think I am doing something. I am extending out what little stupid knowledge I have about this fitness and and diet. And when people think about it, is only 17 percent of people I think last study were interested in fitness or diet, but only like five percent of people really do anything about it. I know that's why I try to keep it easy. You can sort of, you can have a fun time not even doing it. You know, you could gain weight during this and send in your pictures. That would be fun too. That's what I say. This is for fun. This isn't uh, anything. Just all have fun together. Excellent. Well, Sid, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Rob. And we'll see everybody Thursday night. You got it. You've been listening to the Vicious Circle Podcast. Your host, Sid Udi, co-host Rob Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle Podcast is produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Productions, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music is Unleash the Giants by Cemetery Spawn, and the outro music is Digging Space by Mike Treblecock.